Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Welcome, Brenda, to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. How are you? Hello, hello. It's so much fun to be here. I'm doing great. I had coffee and I kind of got off coffee for a couple of weeks. So if I'm a little extra crazy, that's why. <laughs> Woo, we're here for it. <laughs> Telemundo Mexicans are in the house. Yes, coffee. yes. Telemundo Mexicans. <laughs> we are in it's the so house cool. and I, I just grabbed my matraca because it's so fun hey. to have it here in the flesh. <laughs> I love it. So as we get started, could you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. So hello, millionaire listeners. <laughs> uh, my name is Brenda Gonzalez, and I'm one half of Tamarindo podcast. Tamarindo has been around for almost seven years. We are a Latine empowerment podcast where we talk about politics, pop culture, and well-being, wellness, that we, what we like to call calma. And yeah, that, so, I mean, I'm a, I'm a bunch of other things, but that's probably what's most relevant here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I just love getting to know you in person. We've kind of been online friends, checking each other out for probably years now. Yes. I, I was on Tamarindo podcast and Shayla took away my recorded podcast in a studio virginity in Mexico City a year ago. And then uh, as soon as I got to LA, I just love that you were like, how long are you going to be in LA for? We should do something in person. So it's really nice to be in LA and to go hiking with you and be able to hug you and meet you in person. It's Gemini season, the season all about socializing, putting ourselves out there and OMG, it is paying off. I'm on the tail end of that. It's tired, but so excited and refreshed here to have you on. Yeah, there's so. lots of that happening. I guess you're you're totally right because the what well, I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But the other taking your virginity thing <laughs> is your first in person event. So I guess that's what Tamarindo's about. We're about yeah about first talking <laughs> people's cherries. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Doing all, doing it all, doing it all. I love it. Whether it's in theory or in practice, we laughed about. Remember, I was like, I'm a hoe in theory, not in practice yet. So we'll yet, see yet, but we're making it happen. This is the month. It's all about manifesting. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. So, Damarindo, seven whole ass years. I feel like when we're used to doing such cool ass shit, we breeze through it. Like, whatever, I have a podcast. Yeah, it's been around for almost a decade. Cool, cool, cool. Especially when you're surrounding yourself with other people. But I just want to celebrate you. That That's a big accomplishment. It's, yeah, it's so much fun. I guess we're entering our seventh year. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, it, it, well, I guess we're half through, halfway through our sixth. But yeah, it's been super fun just seeing the journey of the podcast. And I would say that it really, really, truly leveled up when Ana Sheila joined the team and she's been part of Tamarino since 2019. And that's when 
we really, really leveled up. That's when Oprah Magazine took notice. That's when mm. we um, got invited to, for example, go to Aspen for a, um, a, a wonderful event called Raices. Anyways, it's just been such a joy, especially when Anna Shayla joined the team. So it's been wonderful to get to meet amazing people. I'm, I'm just excited that we get to keep doing this and, and leveling mm -hmm. up. For instance, now we're on video too. So it's been super fun. Yeah, you, you got to put the makeup on now. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but yes, that's that's a drawback. But it's been fun because it's been pushing Anna Shayla and I to do more um, in-person recordings. And it definitely is a lot more fun when we get to record in person. So it's it's so much fun. We we really enjoy the the people we get to meet, the stories we get to elevate, the people that we get to introduce to others. It's just been like that's what it's about. Like it's always been a mission centered project, and we still get to do that. We still get to bring people in and um, educate while also having fun. So that's that's really mm -hmm. the, the 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 spirit of the podcast. A lot of people listening probably have wanted to start a podcast, but are facing a lot of imposter syndrome, thinking what they have to say is not good enough, all of that. So I want to hear from you how it started. And we can talk about how it's going and the momentum, but I want to go way back to when it started, what pushed you to start it? Because you started on your own, right? I want to hear about that. Yeah, journey. I mean, sort of. So basically, uh, when it, and I didn't, the, the something about me is that I just don't think very hard. Like, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, let's give it a go. I do, I, I, um, my, my disc in my head um, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't often allow the, what if, what, what if this goes bad? What if, like, that doesn't, enter my brain as much as, as it, it might other people. I recognize yes. there's probably a lot of bazillion reasons why that is that are out of my control and out of people's controls of why they, why it enters their, their disc. But anyways, that's just a little bit of background. But for me, I was listening to a lot of podcasts and I loved the formula of, of two people just bantering, interviewing a guest and having fun and so I didn't hear too many Latina podcasts or Latina podcasts doing that. It was, I was especially liking a lot of black podcasts doing that. I was like, oh God, we need to have like a Latina version of this. And I realized that Jeff, my, my husband, you know, he's got a recording studio and a mic and he knows how to do it. So <laughs> I had mm -hmm. that huge uh, opportunity to say, well, I, I like to speak into a mic. Jeff can make it sound good. I could start a podcast. So it was very simple like that. And I initially recruited someone that was 10 years younger than me. And I liked that idea because I think there was like, a, there was something to be gained about that, that gap. And we took a, you know, we took a stab at it and it, it went really great. And one of the things that she and I did is we developed a questionnaire just to like, let our community know, like, what would they want to hear? And through that, you know, more people started to hear that I was up to something. Now, this, this gal, she ended up getting really busy and doing other things. So we parted ways. But um, the fact that I had that initial survey out there caught the attention of another friend, my friend Luis. And so Luis is like, what are you up to? And he, he like me, also doesn't have that disc <laughs> of telling him, you can't do this. He's very much a like, yeah, let's go. So we did it. We literally were just like, let's give it a go. And we went into the studio, recorded our first episode. and and had you know great momentum back then and then two louis says well one thing that was really important to me is that the project include politics and um louis wasn't really into that so so he's like all right i'm gonna go start my own podcast so then he he went he went off and did something else um had another partner for for a little while and then she got really busy 
And then I found Anashela and that's truly when we hit, like I said, like it just hit its, its rhythm um, and that's where we are today. So it's really uh, Tamarindo with Brenda and Anashela is, is, is what it's always meant to be. And here, here we are. I love it. And I love, I, I didn't realize that you had this disc, this superpower that was just like, yeah, let's do it. But that is who you are. You're so open to, to putting things together and just saying yes and seeing what happens. And I feel like a lot of us need that. You should sell that disc, market it. Maybe that's going to be the next AI or something. Like, <laughs> well, you know, stop doubting yourself. Yeah. Just <laughs> but I'm, but I, you know, one of the things that we do on Tamarindos, we're always learning and unlearning. And one thing mm. that I'm learning is that perhaps part of the reason why I don't have no tengo ese disco is because in many ways the world is meant for me. Like literally the world is built for light-skinned people. The world is, mm. is built for cis, cis well, you know, uh, uh, labeled people. All of the things are, are um, privileges that I have not earned, but that, that definitely have a factor in why I don't have that big huge self-doubt disc mm -hmm. that others might have because society is built in a way that um, people like me that work that operate in bodies like mine have mm -hmm. unearned privileges so I also recognize that yeah oh my god that's so important to recognize so yeah I want to definitely talk allyship to you but I want to go back to the the manifesting when we were on our hike and I was learning more about Tamarindo and learning more about you, and I feel like manifesting is this new hot thing that everybody talks about. I think people overthink it and they think it has to do with brujería and just like, if you think it, it'll happen. But I want to hear from you. What does manifesting mean to you and how have you manifested some of the things in your life? Gosh, I've manifested so many things. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh, one really great example is uh, I got married very young the first time. <laughs> and then I got divorced, of course, because you, when you get married too young, you get divorced young. So what I realized is that there were so many things that I was settling in um, before in the, the partner that I chose. So when I was newly single, I made a list of like literally the wish list of everything that I wanted in a partner. And then soon after mm -hmm. I met Jeff and Jeff is like literally checked every single box. Oh. So that's one very classic example of, of manifesting that truly happened. And then um, this starting the podcast, just thinking I could do this, let's get it going. And then that, that just somehow working out, you know, some, somehow that, that working out, even, even truly like manifesting Anna Shayla as a podcast partner, because I, I, from the beginning, I wanted it to be Latinas. I also um, loved when I worked with, with you know, Luis, who's queer, I also loved being able to explore those issues and be an ally, like you said. And so I, I feel like I manifested in Anna Shayla, the perfect partner for the podcast. Um, I think too, even literally during the pandemic, like many of us, we, we confronted our career choices and thinking about like, is this really what I want to do? Do I want to stare at emails all day? Mm -hmm. And so we had an opportunity, all, a, lot, a lot of us to reflect and think about what we wanted. And I literally put on as my Facebook status, because I was sick of interviewing and not getting anywhere. I literally said, I want a job where I don't have to interview. And that happened. <laughs> <laughs> And so, um, yeah, so that's just kind of how uh, there's no science to it, but maybe, maybe the reason it works out is you just kind of, um, open up the opportunity and, 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 um, 
carry yourself and affirm that it's like it's going to happen. And maybe mm-hmm. just that in, in and of itself, itself could um, maybe get you more, more energized and organized to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't studied it, but that's, <laughs> that's how it's worked out for me. Yeah. Like did, who told you to come up with a list of Jeff qualifications? Did the universe yeah. just send you this or did you have a coach? Like, how, how, cause it's a very concrete Nowhere. tool. I mean, I think uh, one thing I've never done is journal really. I know people journal, there's lots of benefits to journaling, but I think I tried to journal at the beginning, the time that I was healing from a broken heart. And so maybe in, in that attempt to mm-hmm. journal is where I said, well, here's what I want. And I literally wrote it down in a, in a notebook mm-hmm. and I saved the notebook because it was magical. It's a magical notebook. Actually, I don't know where it is, but I know it's saved. <laughs> and you know, it's magical. It's somewhere in this house. <laughs> I love it. It sounds like you are a powerful written manifester. Yeah, maybe I should write some more. <laughs> uh, right? Okay. I feel like I'm a powerful verbal manifester. I've done my human design and I'm apparently a self-projecting projector. My astrological sign is Virgo. So uh, according to that assignment I have, I make decisions with my throat chakra and sometimes I'll I sound dumb. Uh, I'm trying to reframe. I don't sound dumb because like I talk to myself all day. I do podcasts. I do like talk to screen all day. <laughs> yeah, don't ever say that. You probably, maybe you feel like you don't sound as it's not it doesn't sound like sophisticated, but it's just like that's not yes. how I approach things. Like, uh, like what you know. With the other thing, thing too is that anytime I go to something where it's supposed to be like really smart people, they don't even sound that smart. <laughs> so that's that's helped me realize like oh. I guess I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I was saying that because I realized that I make decisions by voicing them out. And it does scare me because I'm a powerful manifester. Yeah. I journal and I write things out like, oh yeah, thank you for, for this millionaire lifestyle I'm living. But when I say it, it actually happens. And sometimes for me, I have to hear myself say it to believe that it's a thing inside of me because I feel like a lot of us hold a lot of things inside of us. Just like as when we're queer, I held that I was queer inside of me until I was like 18 years old. And then once I started talking about it and slowly you release what's inside of you, that's really liberating. Mm, I bet. So yeah. Yeah. I just love the work that you do. You've had some baller ass guests. I think you had the founder of Black Lives Matter on there recently. Like, yeah. Uh, um, Alicia Garza, which I love that she pronounces her name like that. Alicia Garza. But yes, um, that was absolutely wonderful. We've been really lucky to have um, wonderful people, including you, join mm-hmm. our podcast. And in fact, if people are listening, a very recent podcast episode you might hear might be with Charlie because we replayed from a year ago when uh, you had the opportunity to record in person with Anna Shayla. So listeners can hear that now, but yeah, it's been wonderful to just have great guests and just like, it's such a, so people that are listening that might be thinking about having a podcast. One of the greatest thing is that it's like such a wonderful tool to get to know people, like to invite mm-hmm. people, people are like, people love to talk about themselves. Let me tell you, they love it. So Thanks. anyone you'd like, you, you invite them. And, and it's like, wow, I never thought that I could get to speak to Marina Hossa, for example. Um, so you, you you get to speak to people that you admire and learn more about them and um, peel the onion uh, a little bit about who they are. So 
that's one of the benefits to having a podcast that, that I think is been such like basically the best joy, the most wonderful part about it is just meeting wonderful people. And do you slide into their DMs or do they slide into yours? Cause I know a lot of people wonder, okay, how do I get these people on here? Yeah. And I'm trying to think, you know, it's so funny because like I said, people love to talk to th about themselves. It's never been a challenge. Like there's always been many people that pitch us. So we get many since the beginning, there's been people that pitch us, but more than anything, it's um, us. And all, the thing is you only have, you have a limited number of opportunities to interview people because one thing, another tip for people that might be interested in having a podcast is in order in order to make it manageable for yourself, you might want to have breaks, you know, like seasons. So we we do have breaks during like summer and the holidays. So when you look at it, if you're releasing once a week, it's really not that many opportunities to interview people. So you might have your wish list and and you will like us, there's more people that want to be on the podcast and that we want to have on the podcast than there are episodes to put them in. So there's sometimes there's people that we've been wanting to have, like, honestly, truly, you've been on our list, Charlie, way, like, at least a year before we finally had a slot oh, to invite uh, you on, you know? So, oh, so um, yeah. So anyways, I guess the, the takeaway for listeners is that it's pretty easy because there's so many wonderful people that have so many great things they want to share. It, it, mm -hmm. it, it is never a, a challenge. Yes. Try, try sending him a DM. But uh, oftentimes people have emails, whatever. So it, it's it's been pretty, the, the rejections have been few. <laughs> Mostly it's like, absolutely, yeah. let's make this happen. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I learned about the summit I just went to in Puerto Rico was about pitching yourself. Don't just cold pitch yourself. Don't just say, this is me. Can I be on your podcast? Make it concise about how you... Uh, like what's your story in three sentences, how you help people and why you want to be on this podcast specifically. Like if you're a cishet white dude that likes sports, why the fuck would you be on Tamarindo? You might really love Mexican food and have a passion for Mexican culture and studied abroad and like actually learn Spanish. Oh, okay. But I think that's a tip for cold pitching is uh, what's your unique story and what would make you a good fit for the podcast Yes, itself. yes, yes. And we've had really great pitches like that. And one of the thing is we, because we're a small team, it is just Anna Shayla and I that do all of the um, planning of the episodes and, and all of that. Sometimes it takes us a while to get back to people. So we have received some wonderful pitches that do all that. And we like, oh, save them. But because of what I just described, it could take a while to get back. So definitely listeners do what Charlie said of like, who you are, how you add value, maybe even specific topics in which that you can talk about, that would be a perfect pitch. My other tip is to circle back, you know, after a couple of months, <laughs> sometimes people take, a, they need some time, but yeah, but do circle back because mo often a, lo a lot of these indie podcasts or, or smaller podcasts like ours, we don't, we just don't, it's more, more than we don't have the capacity to get back to people mm -hmm. than, than a straight no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think having a Calendly scheduler for me on my end as a podcaster, people want to hop on for you. I sent you an easy link that synced to my calendar and you could just check the time slots and I asked you the questions and it sent the Zoom link. So automation is key so that you don't get burnt out. Don't just go back and forth being like, what time are you free? What time are you available? People are busy, time zones. 
definitely recommend using calendly.com and that is worth the investment. I don't know. It's like 120 bucks a year, but I've made like over 130 K in sales in my business. Thanks to investing in a software like this that yeah. makes my life easier. I love it. I mean, while we're talking about, I don't know, like, I guess this is becoming more of like a how-to episode, which is great. Hopefully it's valuable for folks, but there are some apps that are totally worth it. Like Canva is worth every single penny. Like mm. <laughs> it is so, so worth it. Having a link tree is fantastic for your socials, actually investing in your socials, like making sure that you're amplifying all of your episodes and maybe even like a little template of what, what that might look like. All of that. Those are, those are things that are not super big investments, but like you mentioned, it's like the the return on the investment is worth it. So for for us, um, because we've been consistent on having our episodes come out and got we've had great guests and all of that, we've even we've grown our social. Now, when we we one of the ways that we can make money is first of all, there's ads that you could plan your episodes, but we've also done some sponsored partnerships where we work together with a brand that we align with to create an episode. Or because we're, we're, we're feeding our socials, we don't. We we also take care of our socials and have that grow. We could even um, be um, what like paid partnerships on social media. So, anyways, the, a little a little set of tips and and apps that y'all should invest in if you if you're interested in um, podcasting or any any sort of personal business, personal brand business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I, I didn't intend for this to be a how to start a podcast episode, but it just makes sense because you've been in the game for a long time. Now, what has been something that's kept you going? Because it is not normal for podcasts to be out here for almost seven years. People love starting them and then they quit. Yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. Let me tell you what really works for us. The best currency is if people can write us an Apple podcast review because honestly, we often confront like, gosh, should we keep doing this? It's so much work. It is a lot of work because like I mentioned, it's a small team. So you have to research who you're going to have. You have to reach out to them. You have to coordinate schedules. You have to um, you know, edit, hear, hear the, the recording, make sure it sounds good. So there's so much labor that goes into every single episode. I imagine it's about eight hours of labor for every episode for yeah. this 45 minute uh, jewel that comes out. So it's a lot. It's It's quite a lot that goes into it. But when we read a... Apple podcast review that says like, you all are a friend, you know, uh, 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 what's it called? It's something fresh air. I forgot the expression. Breath of fresh air. There you go. <laughs> immigrant. Yeah. It's immigrant heritage month and I'm having an immigrant moment. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Anyways, um, th- th- when we get one of those, it gives us power for at least three months. Like <laughs> hopefully <laughs> we get them more often, but truly if we get, if we get a new one, we're like, Oh my God. And it keeps us going. It literally keeps us going. So that, that is what keeps us going. That, of course, one of the other cool things is we're part of a podcast network called Sonoro and they're so helpful. They're so great. And just being able to um, be recognized, honestly, because before it was just us doing all the work and, and paying someone to help us with the production. And because we kept doing that uh, and growing our listenership, a podcast network took notice and invited us to be part of their network. And think that's mm. that's another great reward because they they help us with the production, and so it's wonderful to be part of that familia. So those are the things that keep us going. <laughs> yeah, 
like you never know who's watching. You just kept showing up. You had your mission. You saw a need in the market and you weren't like, oh, I don't see myself represented and complain. Like you saw yourself not represented and you did something about it. So I think that's something I want people to walk away from. Instead of complaining about capitalism, what are you doing about capitalism? Instead of not seeing yourself represented, if you don't see yourself in a space, you have to create it. And in that process, people are going to be watching because there's not going to be a lot of people like you. Like, so Noto quickly noticed you and was like, hey, we want to help out and push your message. And I want to share, I win. Last night, I was featured on Bankrate's article of top nine financial influencers to follow. Awesome. We're going to put that up for you. Hey, yes. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Alongside Janice from Yo Quiero Dinero podcast, who I had just hugged in person for the first time in Puerto Rico at her grassroots summit that she fully funded herself because she couldn't get any of her sponsors because her sponsors were like, Puerto Rico is not in America. We're not going to sponsor it. And she almost canceled Basura, basura for them. Exactly. They're lost. Yeah. They're lost. They could have said, we were there for the inaugural summit, yeah. but now they're going to have to come in later. Uh -huh. So basura mm -hmm. to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we are, uh, we're actively creating these spaces. And that's why financial empowerment is important because if we had just relied on sponsors, this event would not have been possible and we wouldn't be talking about it too. So that's why I'm, I'm the money coach. Like we deserve all the wealth to be millionaires. So we can create these spaces because these spaces take money so that we can pay people and hire them accordingly for their labor. Um, she had influx in the economy there. We were hiring like Puerto Rican staff, the videographers, all this staff uh, was there. But anyway, that's my tangent. It was super cool for the first time to be in a list along with her. Like she was a role model for me who inspired me to quit my job. And that's the power of the podcast. Like she started that shit in her closet. It was just like recording, didn't think anything would happen, but people like me were listening inspired to, to quit Mad our jobs. respect to just to just to even have a, a, a mm. summit like we, we we do little baby things and it's fun our little baby events and they're wonderful yeah. they're so and um, that's another thing that keeps us going when we out when we get to meet our listeners yeah, and guests in person it's wonderful so just to imagine doing a summit in uh puerto mm -hmm. rico like wow that's just incredible so big shout out yeah making that yeah happen. and i, I and I want to share that no one from Bankrate told me, hey, Charlie, watch out. We're going to publish an article about you. I just like checked my DMs and people were congratulating me. And I was like, what did I do? <laughs> That's the best. That, you know, that also has been a, a really, um, yes, anytime we've been featured anywhere, it's always like we learn after the fact. And it, it is. Right? That's like, what? What a little gift, you know? <laughs> yeah, no one tells you about this. You think that uh, the author is going to reach out to you and give you a heads up and ask you questions. So that's why it's important to talk about yourself and have your bio all over the place so that they don't even need to ask you. They can just copy and paste that shit from your website. Oh my gosh. Well, I got mm -hmm. a tip for you though, Charlie. Two things. First of all, okay. we I want to ask for free money coaching just a second. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> people will learn and hear yes. from my scenario. But first, uh, speaking of like all that, I think... and. I think you need to invest in some nice pictures, like photograph, because mm. those look like iPhone pictures, right? We yes. got to get you, while you're you here know, in LA, we'll hook you up with the, our amazing photographer who took our, our we, by the, by the way, this is for myself as well. We need to do new shots, but yes, yeah. that we got to get you some high quality, okay. <laughs> high quality, high resolution pictures, okay? <laughs> I'm it's, down. Yes. yes, 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 yes. 
Um, but here's what I wanted to, here's confession time. Ready for confession time? I'm, I'm turning yes. it around on you. Um, so speaking of money coaching and talking about money, so we're going to have our, our event with you all about money, but we had a very like talk to come to Jesus moment about our, our finances as a family of two, me and Jeff. And we looked at our credit card debt. It was just out of control. So here's what we did. And maybe like you could tell, no, you shouldn't have done that. But this is what we did. I took out money from my 401k and I'm going to clean those credit cards out because I'm just sick of looking at them. I'm sick of looking at the fee. Mm. And then um, then we'll start again. So I'm ready to be reprimanded. Is that a no? Wow. (laughs) Yes, it is a no, no. But I think part of you knew this, but this is, thank you for sharing this and being so vulnerable because you're not the only person that's done this. People do this all the time. And I'm not shaming you if, if you were at your wits end with the debt and didn't have the cash there, didn't have more than your emergency fund and have a debt payoff plan. If that's what you needed to do in that moment to give you peace of mind, that's fine. You're not going to do it again because your 401k is what's going to be paying your bills when you're 85. So we don't want to deplete that ever again, right? Next time you have credit card debt, just be more intentional about your plan, talking with your boot thing about having a budget, using the credit card debt payoff calculators, which I use as a business owner. I have about 7,000 in credit card debt for my business. I don't have any personal debt, but I use the debt payoff calculators for my business credit card because that's not tied to my social, but I still don't want to pay massive amounts of interest to these credit card companies. Yeah, but that's that's good. So now we're going to do the budget. Now we're going to do the budget. Um, we didn't clear out all the debt, so just took care of one card. So then we'll do we'll do the, um, uh, I'll check out that calculator. You'll have to recommend which one to use so that we could pay off mm-hmm. the other balance. But um, I love what you said about it. That's what you needed to do for peace of mind. And yes, I do feel so much better than I did do yeah. that. But it's expensive. You know, you got, yeah, I paid the tax and all that. But mm-hmm. I'm just glad. Here's the tip for listeners, too, is I'm just glad that I started to put money in my 401k when I was really young. Like as soon as I had Amen. the opportunity to do so, I did. So I had the resources to pull from. So mm-hmm. that's another, if anybody's like, oh, I don't know if I can, I don't, I want to, I don't want to put in any part of my paycheck towards that. Please do it. <laughs> the earlier yes. you do it, the better, the better. The match is the bare minimum. I can't tell you how many people just do the match. And I'm like, that is literally the bare minimum. If you want to retire early, you're going to need to max out the annual limit, $22,500 of your 401k in order to retire early. Roth IRA, I'm a Roth IRA freak. My limit is 6,500 if you're less than 50 years old. After that, you can put in $1,000 more. But that's my answer to how much should I invest? You should go ham on these retirement accounts because that's what is going to allow you to retire early and leave your job. So gotta go ham. Thank you for, go ham, for go that. Ham. Go ham, but not too ham. <laughs> we can pop a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Okay. So I wanted to talk allyship with you because when I asked you what kinds of things you wanted to talk about before being on, you mentioned allyship. So what does allyship mean to you and why is it important? Well, um, I think it's, it's a matter of um, constantly learning. So like I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, that's part, one of the awesome things about having this mission centered podcast is that we're learning and unlearning along with our listeners 
And so I think it's like, I guess it's like an ongoing learning how to show up better for other people. Like that's what allyship is. It's like, how do you show up for others? How do you think about where you are in this world and what opportunities um, are unearned privileges and opportunities you have and Mm -hmm. being more aware of them. Here's one thing. Well, here's what eyelashship is not. I don't like when I've seen people do perform this, you know, or like they feel guilty. And so then they feel like I got to apologize that I'm a white man. Like, no, no, don't, you don't need to apologize. You know, you didn't, it wasn't your fault. (laughs) It wasn't your fault. But, but it's, uh, it's about awareness and learning and observing and, and using your body and your privilege when you need to, when you have to, to help, to lift Mm -hmm. others up. And it also is even no recognizing when you, um, you could do better. Like, for example, I think one, one opportunity that we definitely have on Tamarindo and and we don't have the resources to, to do this well is for example, um, actually having captions or, or um, yeah, captions for transcripts. That's the word I'm looking for. Stra- mm. Transcripts for all of our episodes, because that's one way of being a better ally to folks that um, want to receive the content of the episode, but can't maybe aren't, aren't able to hear it completely. So there's mm-hmm. so many little things that we could do better. Um, and and so that to me is what allyship is. It's like, it's it's learning it's accepting, it's reflecting and continuing that process forever. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said that, I thought of the term high maintenance ally, which was just something I learned about that a life coach, Mira, I forgot her last name. I think it's Mohan Graham. She's an amazing life coach for BIPOC. And she's she's all about like helping remind BIPOC that we shouldn't feel guilty for for asking for what we deserve. And she talked about how, like you said, allies are performative. And I have met a lot of high maintenance allies who get so caught up in the, oh, I'm guilty. And for me personally, I've met so many people who I tell them my pronouns are they, them. And then instead of just saying sorry and moving on, they'll say, oh, but it's so hard. to use those pronouns. Oh, those things are not, those pronouns aren't a thing here and just waste energy on negating my experience instead of just going with it and acknowledging that it is a thing because pronouns are a thing. If your pronouns are she, her, you have pronouns. I can't tell you how many cis pet, mostly white people have been like, oh, I don't even have pronouns. It's like, yeah, you do, dude. You don't have pronouns just floating around as like, what <laughs> yeah and when I was I was just in, yeah I was just in Southeast Asia for seven months and I never well I had some shit come up with the locals but it was with a lot of the, the expats there there's a lot of expats in Southeast Asia a lot of Americans and Canadians that know their dollar is going way farther they're able to retire at 60 abroad when they can't retire at this age in North America and, but they are still in their heads about like, oh, pronouns, that's just like such a New York City thing or an LA thing. And it's like, no, we're out here. I'm not the only one, but it starts to fuck with you and gaslight. I felt gaslit into being like, well, I'm, am I asking for a lot? And I just wouldn't, would stop correcting people because I I'd introduce myself to a group of like white Americans and be like, these are my pronouns. It's going to be exhausting for me to correct myself. Please correct each other. 
and no one corrected each other. Luego, when they follow me on social media, they're like, oh, thank you for being so yourself. I noticed that somebody didn't say your pronouns correctly, but I didn't say anything. And it's like, that doesn't help me after the fact that you're just <laughs> after the DMing fact me. doesn't help. Yeah. That just no. helps them feel like, oh, I got that off that off my chest. <laughs> yeah. So that's how if you're a high maintenance ally, you make things about you and you guilt the other person <laughs> out of trying to own their identity. And that's just extra fucking energy that could be spent on you supporting marginalized people. Mm. It's a fascinating concept. So everybody do not be a high maintenance ally, be a low maintenance ally. <laughs> do your own research. That's how you could be a low, low maintenance ally. Learn about it yourself. <laughs> yeah. I literally had somebody tell me that I was like, well, I've never met a trans. They said transsexual person, which I was like, it's transgender for me. I've never met this type of person. I was like, you can watch series on Netflix. And she was legit like, oh, I'm not going to do that though. It's a lot easier for me to just like ask you. And I'm like, wow, that is peak high maintenance ally. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, don't be Send like that. Watch later. The, right? <laughs> or the emotional labor that we do that we don't even realize we do because they're so used to just demanding for us to, to tell us how we should be treated and they're not even paying attention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But allyship is, is fascinating, but I like how at the start, you mentioned your, your privilege. I have encountered that as a business owner. Most of my clients are BIPOC, LGBTQ. I still assist how white dude has not hired me yet. The one who did was like a long time ago. He was more into day trading and making more money for himself. No guilt about that. But I help like my people make money for themselves and not feel guilty about being more selfish. Um, so, oh my God, I was going on a tangent. I forgot what I was going to say about that. So many feels. I don't know, but I agree. <laughs> Let's make money for our people. Yes. Double down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we, we could talk about in-person community. And I really wanted to talk about our, our event coming up on July 20th. For all you LA hotties listening, Brenda is, is mostly Brenda putting this together. We're teaming up with the pop shop. Yeah, the pop hop, the pop hop. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Yes, I will. I'm going to, what I'm going to do right now is because I want to get everything absolutely right. Is I'm going to go to dominiethepodcast.com <laughs> forward slash hey. events so that I could uh, read for y'all details about this event. And speaking about manifesting, right? Like, yes, first of all, Charlie's energy is contagious and jumps through the internet. Like I felt it. Aww. And then of course, when we, when we had Charlie on the podcast, then it was like, oh, look, amazing. And so when I saw that <laughs> Charlie was in here in LA, I said, we got to do something. We absolutely have to do something. And so that brings us to manifesting, right? To like me reaching out to Charlie, of course, running it by Anna Shayla. We, we are a team. So Anna Shayla's like, yeah, go mm -hmm. for it. I just, I don't have the capacity to lead this one. You go for it. But yes, subscribe, hit, you know, sub hit subscribe. She, she's definitely about it. So this is happening on July 20th and it is at the Pop Hub, which is this indie uh, bookstore that has been partnering with Tamarindo. We've had, this will be our third event with the pop hop. It's a wonderful space. Let me tell you about the pop hop because we're so grateful for them lending their beautiful space 
So um, I'm getting there. I'm rambling. I'm good at rambling while I find this. <laughs> you are. Wow. I love this. Any speaking <laughs> engagements coming up? <laughs> oh, yes. Here we go. The Pop Hub is an independent bookshop and creative learning space that amplifies marginalized voices, supports community growth, and empowers collective good works to build a healthier, more equitable neighborhood. So we're so mm. grateful to partner with them because they're so super aligned. And of course, you all know Charlie. So we it's a money money cheese mess. So we're going to talk about money. There's going to be perreo. There's going to be mm. um, connecting. And then afterwards, because this has sort of become the tradition when we do things at the pop-up is when it's all over, we go to the bar next door and just keep the party going. So Yes. 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 So that that is what is in store. We're developing the agenda because we, you know, we got a little bit of time. But registration is pay what you can. So you can even just donate a dollar, and that just goes to get us back for all the the love and labor that goes into putting these events together. But yeah, what what would you like to add about this event? I'm just excited to build in-person community, especially after being at the summit in Puerto Rico. It does hit different when you hug people in person and talk about the healing that requires um, whatever money journey you are on. I feel like a lot of people feel like they're afraid of taking up space. Oh, is this event for me? Uh, and I want anybody who is curious about attending to just lean into that curiosity and attend. I mean, I almost didn't go to the financial summit in Puerto Rico because it was about empowering Latinas financially. And I was like, well, I'm not a Latina. I'm Latinx. I'm non-binary. Will I feel excluded? Will I not feel seen? And I'm so glad I got over that and was just willing to show up and ended up twerking on a stage and having so much fun with so many people and but also crying and doing the hard work of healing in community because we're not meant to do anything alone. So this, this event is more than just an in-person event. This is building in community with people. And another realization I had is that a lot of us are church hurt as a queer person. I don't go to church. I was raised Catholic Mexican. Luckily we didn't go to church too much. Just when my like abuelo was in town or we were visiting family or when it was like Christmas and Easter, you know, in case like, we're going to go to hell. We can be like, no, we went to church. Like yeah, that type of Mexican. What do they say? We're Catholic for si acaso. That's the kind of yeah. Catholic that I am. <laughs> yeah. But so I was like, wow, there's so many people who are church hurt, but church at, in its essence is a weekly place for people to come together and heal in community, in person. And so many of us are afraid of going to church and having that sense of weekly community. And so for me, this is my version of going to church and, and healing with people. And we need more of that. COVID was traumatizing, but COVID, the 2020 is over. I don't want to say COVID's over because it's not, but 2020 is over. And I feel like people still feel that sense of trauma of just, I'd rather just stay home, but I want us to, to go out and hug people and connect in person conversations. And so that's why I'm thrilled about having this event. And thank God for you and for the Pop Pop for hosting this and all the events that you've had. OMG, I'm getting emotional. I might cry. It's going to be amazing, y'all. I can't wait. We got to work on the playlist. We gotta, we're going to have a playlist. Hey. There's going to be dancing. There's going to be, first of all, the shop is amazing. So just walking around the shop and do a little shopping, you know, <laughs> bring yeah. a little bit of money to the shop at the pop-up, but it's, it's a very intimate and beautiful setting. And I can't wait for us to color it with this event. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so excited. Matraca, matraca. Yeah.
Hey, I love it. I love your celebratory um, essence. Tu aura is also like I can feel your energy from the internet. I love that too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Like in my twenties, my favorite compliment was like, "Oh, you're so hot." And now my favorite compliment is, "I love your energy." I love your energy. I love your vibe. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being on. Is there anything you want to plug? Any future like stand-up speaking engagements you're manifesting? Anything well, you want to add? That's a good call out. Like I want, I've been meaning to manifest stand-up comedy for myself, but I haven't done that yet. So that's one of the the manifesting things that's on my to-do list is like actually doing stand-up. But I'm a big stand-up fan. So Charlie and I have the opportunity to go to a self-help stand-up comedy competition this week. That was super fun. So I guess the only shout out I have is just folks listening. If you haven't heard Tamarindo podcast before, please do listen. We have so much fun on the show. If you're in LA, please come to our event again, July 20th. You can learn about it on our website. Also, if you're in LA local, the other thing that I do is I, I that I really love to do is that I teach a group fitness class in Atwater Village, that is on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. It's only $11, only $11. And you can learn all about that at the, at the website's heartbeathouse.net, heartbeathouse.net. You can sign up for my class. And not only can you come in person, but it's also live stream. So if you live anywhere in the world, you could also sign up for my class. And that's only $11. So that's mm. those are my plugs. Yes. But, and anybody wants to hire Brenda to MC whatever conference, your wedding, like hit yeah. Brenda up. You, you can officiate, you can MC my wedding. You're hired already. Yes. <laughs> All right. We got to find you that millionaire, right? We want right. We're manifesting, <laughs> manifesting. We reverse engineer it. <laughs> or millionaires. <laughs> yes. Okay. We're open-minded out here. You are millionaires. <laughs> I love so it. Thank, thank you, you for so the much. This was so much fun. All right. Thank you, Brenda. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Calling all LA hotties. Are you in LA? Do you want to come to LA? Do you want to come to LA and see me? Meet me in person. Shake your ass in person with me. Meet the fabulous hosts, Brenda and Anna Shayla of Tamarindo Podcast. Well, I'm inviting you to join our Money Cheesement, a Money Mindset Workshop and Mixer. That is going to be on Thursday, July 20th at the Pop Hop in Los Angeles. I'm super excited to continue the vibes of perreando in person with each other and also talking about becoming millionaires, working on our money mindsets together and destigmatizing these conversations. Because if y'all are trying to retire early, you're going to need to be millionaires. So what? better way to start than shaking your ass with us in person and really doing the healing work that's necessary when it comes to being first gen and building wealth. So super excited to host this event with the lovely host of Tamarindo podcast. I can't wait to meet y'all. I'm going to put the link to, to get your tickets. It's donation based. You can join with as little as a dollar. It's really pay what you can or pay what you want. And I'm super excited to see you show up. So if you have any questions, DM me at Traveler Charlie on Instagram. I'm going to put the link here in the show notes and see you soon in LA, my loves. Okay. Abrazos.
The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.